Forward Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hello. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Sing for us, sir. Yeah, Blue City. <laughs> no, you're not wasting my time. I'll never not go to games, but come on now. That was a tough one. Against Pittsburgh. Lily Ball. Gosh. I... <laughs> Although they did get the win at Loudon. Anyway, I mean, you could be a little down, too, about the uh, Gold Cup thing, if you follow it. I mean, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But there were still some positives to take out of this. Uh-oh. I hope it's the end. I hope it's the end of this rut that Loose City's in. Oh, golly, what? Woo-hoo! What are you going to tell me? Uh-oh. Don't break me down. Flat. Flat. Anyway, that's enough. Yeah, Bruce. Knock that off. ELO, man. Great band. Great, great, great band. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That will be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams and any other soccer topic we choose to opine on. We actually have a big one today. Um, and we'll get into it, obviously, with uh, with the show itself. But hopefully you're doing well. This is being released on July 15th. I was very hot as I was recording this yesterday. <laughs> it's like 92 degrees. Come on, man. I'm ready for fall. How about you? Anyway, as always, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the pre-Women's World Cup love. Yeah, I've been getting ready to kick that off. Anyway, here we go. Five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe that you're going to get this. So, yo, shut down. So special. Number five. They bring me an odd joy. What am I talking about? Do you like poetry? See, I read poetry sometimes. And the thing is, you have to say the words. You can't just read it. Saying the words is the art and the beauty behind it. And there are two words that give me an odd sense of pleasure. Antioxidant and riboflavin. I don't know what it is about those words, but I grin ear to ear and I feel something deep in my soul. Anyway, number four. Ooh, it's on now. What are we talking about? We're talking about promotion relegation. USL is going to be voting, apparently, as soon as next month to come up with a plan to implement promotion relegation in the United States. This is seismic stuff. I mean, obviously, it's not going to shake the world, but as far as the U.S. sports landscape, First time a, promo- a professional league, excuse me, is going to have this. It's going to get a lot of attention, I think. Number three, not the ending I expected. Probably not you either if you follow the Gold Cup. I thought the U.S. team would get to the final, probably win it. But they did lose to Panama. Uh, you know, not terribly disappointed understanding the circumstances and who's playing and so on and so forth and what this tournament really is about for us. But there are definitely a couple good things that came out of this, and Joey and I will definitely discuss that. Number two, yellow alert. Now, I added a question mark at the end of that, yellow alert. Louisville City with a loss uh, against Pittsburgh and not exactly a dominant win against Loudon. Hey, look, you always take the three points, but I don't know about you. Uh, Granted, it's Lily Ball, and we we lost a couple of another issue with two penalties not being called. We're going to talk about that. But still, not like they played the greatest match. We'll talk about that. And then number one, let the games begin. Women's World Cup is going to be kicking off uh, next week. Uh, Should be a good run for the United States. Um, But there are some very competitive teams in this deal. Uh, We're going to talk about our predictions for this. And a couple teams that we think might make some surprises. Uh, but U.S. is stocked. I mean, it's completely loaded. There's no doubt that they should, you know, make a deep run, maybe win. I think they're, I think they're going to. Win. And let's hope that they win. Anyway, that was a little quick, wasn't it? I think we're done. But that's okay. You love this segment, don't you? I know I do. <laughs> I can sing a little bit. Anyway, there you go. Did you enjoy that? Kick your feet up. Lean back. Grab a drink. Take a break. And then get ready for all the excitement of the World Cup. And we've got a friendly here. Uh, this is being released on Saturday morning, the 15th. So I got a friendly here uh, at the stadium. There you go, folks. 
Life is good. Five T. Here we go. Joey Cecil. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. It's like 90 degrees out, Joey. How are you? No. Mama said there'd be podcasts like this. I hear that, man. <laughs> she I said there'd be that. something like this. You know, thankfully, they're not often. You know, usually there's something okay to talk about. I mean, there is even still a little bit of something, yeah. but my own. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, <sighs> you know, we, we hop into Louisville City against Loudoun. Yes. Um, thunderstorm delays the game by an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there during it. Uh, it was just, it was the definition of a thunderstorm. Yeah, man. You know, no lightning, doubt. thunder, the whole nine yards. Yep. Um, even worse, we were stuck under the stands, and I had one of my higher-ups at my department surprise me that she was there to work nice. for her daughter's dance team at the concessions. Mm. So then there's that awkward <laughs> 10 to 15-minute conversation. Right, right, right. <laughs> so what, 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 why aren't we playing right now? Yeah, right. What's, what's, Don't you understand? What, lightning. Lightning. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, it was bad. Funny though. Funny though that when they opened the stadium a little bit later, they played Thunderstruck as yeah. the first song. <laughs> funny. You know, you all in ha, your, ha, ha. you all in your ventilated, covered, yeah. covered, closed dry, off area. Well, 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 um, supported with food and drink. Um. <laughs> so you know, we get to the game itself. Cam and Nile uh, mm. got the start. No own B to be seen in sight. Right. Uh, struggled to get going. Uh, Ollie had to make a diving save eight minutes in. A little bit later, Elijah dispossessed Loudon in their own half, which ended with uh, Enoch skying it almost into the bar uh, behind Scout's house, which we should just point out when he doesn't. (laughs) That. That'd be a bit more normal. It'd be I a guess. little bit more normal. It's like it's you yeah, know? exactly. When he gets one on frame, be like, oh, holy crap. Uh, actually notable. A <laughs> uh, little while later, Elijah steals one off a Loudon defender on a four back pass and one V one with the keeper. He just sent it over the bar. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was everywhere in that first half. Yeah. Really hassling Loudon in their own in their own half. Right. Um we break off another another Loudon turnover and Enoch just harmlessly shoots it at goal. Hey, notable. <laughs> uh, surrounded by teammates. Right, right, right. Just easy save for the keeper. Yep. Uh, Danny then made a double sub at the 30-minute mark. Yes. Serrano and Carlos for Rasmus and Tyler. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he was pissed. Yes, he was. And rightfully so. Got that uh, you know, Louisville City nearly have a nearly have one as a corner is saved off the line mm-hmm. uh, by Loudon and Sharpie's follow-up, which surprised him misses but he was offsides anyway right 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 uh just a miserable half yeah uh had nothing going forward gave Loudon a lot of possession though it was useless mm-hmm. you know outside of that first uh you know that early save all he had to make right just... like the first 10 15 minutes maybe right i mean you felt yeah. that they were doing a little more but it just got yeah, but it's just yeah. we, we just didn't have it right 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 you know? right uh and then at half danny makes another sub manny comes on mm-hmm uh, Cam then had a fantastic piece of play to hold the ball, fought through a couple of defenders to whether he meant to do it or not. He plays Carlos in on goal, uh, who has a who forces a save, yep. results in a corner. Mm-hmm. The ensuing corner was just a, a mess in front of the box, in front of the goal, mm-hmm. that just ended up with the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. Uh, Cam claimed it, but it was ultimately ruled an own goal. Right. Uh, either way, one nothing. Exactly. Yeah, either way at that point. Absolutely. Uh, and then Cam properly shanks an open chance uh, in front of goal with his left foot after mm-hmm. some fantastic work from Manny to yeah. get in the box and find him. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the game, Loudon really threw numbers forward right. uh, mm-hmm. just to no avail. We really did a good job shutting them down. And, man, they got chippy. Yes, they did. They were getting really shitty. Yep, yep. Um, they got a few yellow cards there at the end. I was really surprised with how, with how, that, with how they played at the end. Uh, very unprofessional. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Just definition of a frustrating win. Yeah, you know, not mm-hmm. enough in the attack. Mm-hmm. We did limit them well defensively, but right. man, just right. And that's should have been a three or two or three nothing. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, I, we could do it now, but it, you know, it's since we actually won this game, the um, you know, the, the defense on it has been pretty freaking good all year, and and even with the transition of Joshua out of it, it's still pretty stout. And yeah. you, you I mean if there's things we could complain about, that's not one of them. Um, 
but there's no way. Now, you know, I'm going to save that for the for the second. Uh, yeah, I'll for I the got second. some notes. On, I think I got some notes too on what you're wanting to discuss. I noticed how pissed off Danny was, and for him to pull the trigger like that, good for him, man. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. If you know, shake it up as you need to, because this is just wasn't getting it done. And and I did note, like I said, the first first fifteen ish twenty minutes, not even twenty. But we talked about this on the podcast last week, that, that Loudon can attack. Yeah. And for us to shut them down the way we did shows you how good that defense is. Because, it's the, you know, scoring goals and, and, and putting pressure on, on a defender's goalie is not Loudon's weakness. Um, I, I, do we need to even talk about Matiti not getting the ball on frame anymore? I mean, let's just no. let's just come up with a – we'll come up with a code word next week and we'll just say it. And anybody that listens to it will know and they'll snicker. And they'll like yeah. wink, wink, because it's just, why do we even, I don't, I don't know. It, I mean, he's so great in possession and, and creating chances. It's just, he can't get the, uh, I, yeah, yeah. <sighs> All right, let's get to the, let's, let's, get, to, let's, get, to the, let's oh, get to the other game. Well, let's, yeah, I'm going to actually have one other note, but I'm going to save that too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 we'll, save, that, we'll it? save it for okay. the end, yeah. Uh, so we get to the Pittsburgh game, Wednesday night game. Mm-hmm. Great moment pregame. Uh, literally, the last, like the last moment of the pregame to honor Sean Tokes for his 200 appearances. Right. Like, they literally just, like, threw the plaque out there, the frame jersey, like, just as we were about to kick off. Right, I was right. like, wait, there's nothing, no mention of this? Yeah, like, right. Um, it was Lily Ball full effect. Absolutely. Uh, our back line, the hot, the, the heat map was hot, mm-hmm. passing it around the back. Yep. Uh, we did have a moment, though. Cam headed just over after a Nile cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simla had to make a diving save on the first real pit effort in the 22nd. And that was a great save by him because he had no vision of that ball coming that. in. Yep. Uh, that, was a, that was a strict reaction save. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, but we, we played heavily into Lily Ball. Yeah. We sent a lot of balls over the top. We were mm-hmm. giving up possession easily. Nothing vertical. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, also, Ollie also had a fantastic sequence. As he closed down a pit counter, made the initial 1v1 save, mm-hmm. and then got a foot to the rebounded effort right. to right. keep them out. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, shit starts up again. Late first half, Cam appeared to be fouled going at goal. Uh, but, of course, it was not a penalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have a good view of it because I was on the other end of the well, field, but they showed the replay. Let's... The guy's leg comes across Cam, and he doesn't contact the ball. Um, it, was a, it was a penalty, but we are going to talk about that at length. Oh, because there's more. But wait. We, yeah, but wait, there's but wait, more. There's more. So it was an all right half. You know, Pitt had the better chances. We just did not have an answer for their organization and press. Right. Um, a number of fans and scouts house were getting very irritated with how we were playing out of the back. Mm-hmm. But as me and a couple others mentioned, um, they were playing out of the back. Right, right, right. They were organized. Yep. There yes, were a they couple, were. Yes, there were a couple, a, a, a couple one or two scary moments. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, they were playing well out of the back. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Um. So to open the second half, we have a corner across the face of goal. It somehow just didn't find anyone right. in purple. Uh, then the fuckery really starts. Yeah. Pitt commits a handball in the box right in front of our section. Uh-huh. It's a no call. Bad enough Cam's wasn't called, but this one was just plain easy it's to ridiculous, see. Ridiculous, man. I just, I, 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 you know, I normally joke at the stadium. I'm not shocked anymore about how bad the officiating is. Right. But in this game, yeah. To have not one, but two. Right. And, again, it's just like the last Pittsburgh game on the road. Mm-hmm. Game-defining moments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of those calls changes the game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Then at that point, a little bit later, we have Brian Ombi come on, and you're wondering if all will be right with the world. Uh, until Pitt got a deserved lead in the 67th, as Dequa somehow found space between our center backs and easily slotted it home. Right, right. That was more shocking to me than anything, just how um, he popped up right there. Just, and he five-holed him. I mean, it just, yeah. uh, which was stunning um, with four guys standing there, but go on, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, know, we, 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 you know, we do keep fighting after that. Tosh heads a ball, ball back across goal. Sharpie sends it right at the keeper, mm-hmm. right in line with how the game went. Uh, Ownby goes off the crossbar in the 96 to complete the suffering. Yeah. You know, Pitt earned that win. The better team did get the result. Uh, rare to say, you know, in Louisville City's history. Rare to we say the better team got the result and it wasn't Louisville City. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
just overall, we had no creative urgency. You know, I, you know what I mean by that? 100% like, agree with that, Joe. I got that. You here. know, we had no answer to Pitt's tactics, which, by the way, Joe, they don't change. No, this this is it's not like we're seeing a, a new invention of anything. There's no surprises here. It's Lily Ball. It has a name. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, Ollie did not deserve that loss on his record. Right. No, he didn't. You know, he and Good Manny call. busted their ass. Good. Call. Oh, uh, yep. Go on. I got. You know, mm-hmm. uh, forget figuring out how to score, Joe. Let's figure out how to scare keepers again first. Yeah. You know, our striking core was toothless in this game. Uh, Cam was non-existent. Right. And what does Pals actually do? What does the Jolly Green Giant no, would, actually do? Would you like? Where? Let me know when you're done. <laughs> so I got a couple last things on that. Uh, you know, we joke about VAR, like we need it in the USL. I I told this to you. What good is it if the same officials that don't make don't, the calls are the ones clear. reviewing exactly. them? Doesn't matter. It just it, what's the good in it? Right. Um, I, finally, you know what? I'll let you. I have a final note on the on these past okay. couple games. Okay. Okay. So I'll let you go into. What about, you need to get into? I think Cam missed a penalty, too, not a penalty, but he missed a direct free kick that barely. Yeah. And well, I was, it, I was it, standing. It was, in, mm-hmm. it was in front of Scouts House. Right. It wasn't as close as you think. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Plus, that, that's one thing I don't like about Cam. Mm-hmm. I love his confidence. Right. But anytime there's a free kick within 30 yards, you already know what's going to happen. Okay. He's shooting. Right. <laughs> Evan Floyd even makes that joke but, like, we don't even know why there's another guy standing over it. But I think he right. shot that. I, I think he shot that, Joey. I was standing next to Herman. I was like, they left, as you were looking at it, from my side. Well, let's take it from your side. They left that top left corner open. Oh, and, sure. and I'm looking at Herman. I'm like, why are they leaving this open for him? I mean, the, the, because because it's a ten percent chance, right? But you know what? If the, if there's one guy on the, t- I don't know. I, I thought that they, I thought that they, that was the only tactical thing that I saw all night. That they were like, why are you giving a guy that can do this the opportunity to do it? So I mean, but but he didn't it's hit been it. Been a minute. Okay, it's been a minute since he's done. Okay, okay, right, right. Um, the one thing that's stunning me about Cam is that he looks healthy. Yeah, and you it's know? just not there. And there's some physicality to what he's playing too. He's being aggressive. It's just. Whatever timing or whatever creativity or whatever he got, he was doing to find a little more space is gone. We haven't yeah. seen it. Joey, the yep. last time we saw anything relating to the cam that we know was against Cincy. Correct. That was the yep. only time this year that we really saw it. Now, once again, I've, injuries, I've, I get it. Yeah, I've said this. I'm sorry. We're mm-hmm. keeping him around now for sentimental reasons. Okay. We need a new backup next year uh, well, or, some, yeah. or some kind of answer. Because if gonna, Wilson can't stay healthy either. Right. Then we need to start well, investing in the entire striking core. I'm going to tell you right now who who that isn't right now. Oh yeah, I don't want to be mean, and I'm not going to word this in a way that's going to be insulting. But it's I don't think any objective individual can say that Powell's is filling the bill right now. No, I don't think anyone could be objective in saying he's doing that. And if he ever would, well, I mean, he's not going to listen to this. And even if he does, sorry. Okay, you are six foot eight. You are you are scraping seven foot, and you're not winning every aerial ball definitively. Or at least fighting for, him. or at least jumping for one. Let me tell you two yeah. times I saw in this game where, he, where there was one cross he didn't even jump for. Yeah, and we're looking at it, and then he he got caught. We got very lucky near the end of the game. You may have mentioned it. He he didn't track back, and and somebody that was attacking from their right had a clear run at us from from our box. He just didn't track back at all, and then um. Uh, Semla sends him a free kick up the middle, or sends him a, a kick up the middle. It's in the air. He jogs at it. Semla literally shrugged his shoulders. He literally lifted his arms and shrugged his shoulders like, what are you doing? Damn. So th- this isn't working out. It's just not working out. So it- it's a shame because you put, you take a guy with the fight of Cam. You can't take away, you can't take away Cam's aggressiveness. I don't think that's ever gone away. He's a very aggressive player. You take that aggressiveness and put it in that frame. He's back at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this it's just it's mind numbing to me watching. If I, I mean, the one thing I hate tall people. Okay. <laughs> well, they okay. get they get tall people advantages, and, and and give me that frame. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you got to be kidding me. It's not working, and I'm sorry if that makes anyone mad that may listen to this. But you're the one doing it, not me. So I hope you work it out, and I hope they got into him and said, "Look, kid, the, you know you got to show something here." I mean, I mean, he did have the one pass. There was one pass where he made one the play that that gave that freed Ombi to take a shot, 
That was the best thing he did. And here's a six foot eight guy saying, "I want the ball at, the, at your feet. I don't want the ball at your feet." Yeah, I want the yeah. ball. In, I want your. I want you getting this ball eight and a half feet in the air. That's what I want to see you doing. Not just that, but mm-hmm. if, if against the Pittsburgh, where it's really hard to play between their lines, right? Hold that ball up. Thank you. Let's send the ball at your fucking chest because their their heads are at your chest. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah. I don't want to do conspiracy theories, Joe. Yeah. Four missed penalties against Pittsburgh in two games. Yeah, four clearly missed. Oh, that was a penalty, by the way. The thing with Cam, it was Joey. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. You Especially know, once you see the replay. Right. The guy's leg goes across Cam's body and ran through without him. contacting the ball. Right. And the other dude ran through him. You could have called two. Literally ran through him. <sighs> so there's there. So that's four yeah. penalties against Pittsburgh in two games that we should have gotten that we didn't. Yeah. So I mean I don't. I, I, so that's just I. I'm like I said. It's it's just shit. And that that handball. How do you miss that handball? I don't. That was as bad to me. That was actually a little worse than so, the one we missed. The one I, we missed. I have no justification for it. The only thing I can think is the four. The the linesman had no chance of seeing it because of the massive bodies. Right. But where's the head official? I don't know, man. So, I don't know. Oh no, I know where he is. His head's up his ass. His up his ass because that was ridiculous. I, I just I don't get it. So the, yeah. now two more things and then and then I'm done. But the, the, yeah. the, what, before I get to the, the game, the, the end of the game or where we should be in the standings, if anybody's arguing, and look, I know Sem, look, you can make an argument here. There's a two and a two A. We all pretty much agree. A healthy Brian Ownby is the is the only chance we have of doing anything in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think the second dude is Manny because sure. Did, sure. he he put in a shift in this game. He yeah. did, and he did some very nice things with the ball at his feet. One v two, like twice, Dude, just like he toasted two dudes. And we're talking about the, the, the Pittsburgh defenders and midfields. We're not talking about jokes out here. So I thought he was tremendous in this game. I mean, he did. He he stood out. I mean, similar too. So you can't both of them. But I, I think you can make an argument that he's number two. And uh, uh, only person I would argue as well. Is a Wilson Harris? Yeah, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, I could see you making That's that it. argument. I'll tell you another thing. Now we're this is coming off the top of my head. Phelipson's been hurt in the last three games. Where, where's our, where's where's our development and attack without him out there? Because Joey, that's all. Every every time we're scoring goals and we're winning, you're mentioning his name somehow. So I mean, he's you know without him out there healthy, maybe that's a big impact. All I know is that it, something's got to change. Well, I got this note down. This is mm-hmm. Danny's biggest test. Yeah. Oh. A fearful attack, not entirely reliant on Brian Ombi. Yeah, man. I hear that. Oh, there's no doubt. I think you're absolutely right. It's just, you know, and it's July. So it's not like, you know, and, and if and if, and if, uh, if uh, Ombi's playing, you know, 20 minutes a game here, 30 minutes a game here, I would just sit him for another two weeks, maybe, and just well, say, I dude. Wonder, I wonder if you can keep doing that if you're going to keep sliding in the standings. Yeah, it's true, too. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to go to Pittsburgh to open your playoff. Oh, God, no. God, no. So at some point, you got to start reasserting yourself in right. the top three conversation. And next Wednesday is a very winnable game. Detroit is ass. This yeah, is but a... again, it's it's on the road. Right. And it's coming after R- this R- international friendly Saturday. Dude, I hope they. Culture night. I hope they jog out every teenager we have. Well, and the other problem is, guess what? <laughs> Rain's in the forecast, too. Yeah, yeah. They're going so to have to be fun super, with that. super uh, careful with this one. You know what we need? We need a break. We need a friendly where we can mm-hmm. pummel someone. We yeah. don't need a game Saturday. I tell you, you know who I don't see playing in this game? I don't see Sean playing in this game. I no don't. starters should really be playing. Right. I don't think. You, you know who you might see? And I, I see Carlos Mogul, Oscar Jimenez. I see those guys playing. Okay, let's but, do that then. Right, but, but that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Be, for, and I'm, I'm speaking strictly from a cultural perspective. I, I don't think that yeah. there's oh, a bad yeah. thing saying that at all. It's just, uh, it, I could I could see that, but I don't see a lot of this. I don't see, Pere- I mean, well, I don't see Danny doing it. No. You know, I just, no. I don't I don't see Danny Cruz no. turning around there's and saying, I'm going to no put out my ace squad. Anything. No, no. We, gotta, we, need, we need a win. We need three points. Yeah. And not just three points. Right. We well, need a, we need a destruction of the right, right. That's what I'm saying. Wednesday sets up against a team on a Wednesday night. I don't think, the, you know, Wednesday night in Detroit usually is not nowhere near as good as far as support's concerned uh, as as uh, as they do on Saturdays. And this is a team that is really bad. So, 
Um, this this has to think, be a dominant performance next one zero. We're in pro- we got big problems. I think, I think the big thing is they need to see a ball go in. Yeah, man. And not just like Cam's right. own goal against. I got Loudon. you. I know. I know what you, you mean. Know? Exactly what you mean. You know, just something. Something that kicks off some some, like we I, like I felt when 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 Niall came on after the injury, or you know was it? I guess that was against. Uh, was it about three games ago? Was it Memphis? I think it was. I forget who it was. And Cam comes in, and then Brian comes on, and you just felt it looked like a team for ten minutes. It looked like what we were, yeah. you know, for for a little bit what we saw at the beginning of the year. I agree with you one hundred percent. I got nothing so else to say about this except Jesus. These these missing these calls, man. It's I don't know. I've had it's, it. I've had peak, it with that. It's peak pro refereeing at this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no accountability for it either. No sir. Like 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 that, 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 that's what I hated too was. One of the dumbest things in soccer happened Saturday, or Wednesday night too. Pittsburgh bench got a yellow card, and we were like, "What good does, what that, does that do?" do? I, I, you know, it's it gets a great you point. nothing. It gets I, you nothing. No, it doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's nothing. I think um, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just so dumb. Um, so yeah, let's hope to see some of you Saturday night out in the rain. Hispanic uh, culture night. Uh, let's talk about the U.S. men's national team. And sure, they're running the gold cup. Yes, sir. Quarterfinal versus Canada, they finally played mm-hmm. like the C and D team. We kind of right. expected they might. Yep. Um, nothing really to report. The first half still stoppage time when mm-hmm. VAR reviewed a possible penalty. Nothing came of it. Right. Best U.S. chance was the 67th mm-hmm. as Busio fought to keep the ball in the box and forced a low diving save. Game was really nothing to report back until like the last couple minutes. Okay. You know, we we gave up. We made a lot of mistakes. We were not. Mm-hmm. You know, we were not crisp. We were not acting like the team that had played in the group stage. Right. Uh, Brandon Vasquez gave the U.S. the lead in the 87th. Fantastic team goal. It was. It really Jones was. hits a deep driving cross that he just heads in. Mm-hmm. One of those, like, you hear stringed instruments in the background and the light shines down. Right. Uh, you know, as it just found him perfectly. Right. 90th minute, we have another VAR review for a possible American handball in the box, which, which was it very, was. Which it was. And Canada equalizes from the spot, so we get to extra time. Right. Uh, Canada gets there, gets gets the lead, second straight goal by them. Mm-hmm. We never shut down the run of Schaffelberg, who finished far post against Turner. Yeah. It's actually a really good goal. That was a great goal. That was uh, the best his, one of the game. His effort and you know, his effort and his finish was really nice. Yeah. We equalized in the 114th, Canadian mm-hmm. own goal. Mm-hmm. Their keeper saves Busio's effort and rebounds off a defender and in, mm-hmm. just like Cam's goal against Loudon. I don't care. Right. 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 Get in the sure. net. <laughs> Get in the net. Don't care how. Totally. Uh, then we go to the cruelest exercise in sports. PK shootout. And <sighs> jo- Joe, before it could even begin, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The standoff between the United States <gasps> and Canada. Yes, yes. Over yes. who would retreat to the center you line first. Ju- you just reminded me of that. I completely and I'm just forgot. Going, oh, yeah. And I'm just sitting here going, shut up. Right. <laughs> first off, it's 11 p.m. Right. <laughs> Get to the get to the damn Let's line go. so we can get this going. Go to work tomorrow. <laughs> that can't help. That can't help the, the, the players either. Mm-hmm. Your goalies are just standing in the goal, like, okay, right. Like I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, and, and they were all looking at each other, like, you go first. No, you, you first. Right. I'm just like, really? Does this count? If this counts as a goal, I'm all in. But it didn't. <laughs> it's the it's one of the oddest things I've seen. That's, that's that good that standoff with Turner and whoever took their first shot. That was Wild West shit. Oh yeah, well, I was, they, also, they I was were, waiting for the ref to start yellow. Yeah, I people. was like, what? I hope they don't start throwing so, punches. <laughs> uh, you know, we actually start to. Then there was during the coin flip four too. Turner lost his mind for a second. Yes, yes, yes. On something that happened. Yep. Um, he got out of sorts. On, you know. Yeah, he was very agitated I, about something. I didn't know what it was. It, it was weird, but yeah, he was pissed, and I had something to do with. I think it had to do with which end they decided to do something. it or something. But he, the, yeah, he the cameras hot. just caught it. He, right. yes, he was. He was not happy. He was hot. Um, but we get the captain versus captain showdown. The mm-hmm. same, the same gentleman who finished the PK to send it to extra right, time, right? Uh, begins the PK shootout against Turner, and Turner just stands his ground as this guy tries to go straight. Right, 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 right. You know, Turner doesn't dive either way and and, and saves it. Uh, we have the advantage, and then Fat Brandon Vasquez in his home stadium sends a satellite into orbit. Right. Not what I would have expected at all from mm. a guy playing in his home stadium too, but right, right. different color jersey. Uh, K 
Canada comes up again. Turner dives to his right and saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kay Cow comes up and scores kind of right down the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canada scores as Turner guessed right. I think he even got a hand to it. Right, right, uh, he did. Busio hits a fantastic upper 90 penalty, which scared me for like half a mm-hmm. second. You mm-hmm. see that ball starting to angle up like that. <laughs> uh, Canada sends Turner the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferreira just gets his past mm-hmm. the Canadian keeper. Yeah, who guessed uh, right, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Canada off the crossbar to end it. Uh, what a thrilling game for the last couple minutes in extra time. Right. For a game that was kind of, let's be honest, shit. Yeah, it was. It was very. You know, for the first 80. Joe, it was. Uh, Joey, that was. If you would put Mexico's uniforms on them, and it, it, was, it's, it had the same vibe to me physically. Yeah. It was very well, chippy. Well, it also this looked is really. Like two, mm-hmm. Yeah, it also looked like two teams who were kind of nervous, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Canada needed this one a little bit more. I, I'm, you know, not oh, to yeah. take anything from, but they really. Because they were very lackluster in the group stage. And they're still trying to cement themselves and assert themselves in the region. Right, right. I mean, they won World Cup qualifying. Who remembers that? Right, exactly, exactly. And that's been th- and since then they've been struggling. So wow. it was. Uh, I was, I I was really surprised. I mean, I, you knew it was going to be a bit chippy, Joe. They were going at it. I mean, yeah. it was pretty nonstop. Um, the 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 only thing, the big t- takeaway from this game was Turner for me. I mean, he's yeah. next level leader. Leader now. I mean, he, and I think somewhere Zach Steffen is is crying. Right, right. It's just there's. there's I mean, he's. Well, it's Turner's. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Turner's. Um, Turner's leadership qualities, and when you mentioned how the standoff, because I had a note of that, Joey. That wasn't a, a, a soccer keeper. That was a linebacker, looking at a running back. I mean, that was like you know. I don't know if you remember, but when uh. When Eddie George played with the uh, when, when Eddie George played with the uh, the, the Titans, and Ray Lewis was playing with the with the with the Ravens, because those two had a massive rivalry. That's what it reminded. Like these two guys look like they were ready to kill each other. They were ready to go full gladiator. <laughs> I've never seen that from. And I'm, I'm including guys like uh, Howard. I've never seen that level of come on. You know, I and mean, speak, speaking of Matt Turner, I had a joke about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go, you know. Because I run the AO Louisville Twitter account. Right. And AO Twitter as a whole. Mm-hmm. I love my AO Twitter people, but they're some of the biggest fanboys ever. <laughs> they were talking about, like, build Matt Turner a statue. I'm going, like, guys, no, let's get him a bobblehead. Now. Yeah, right, 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 let's right. Go bobblehead. This is the Gold Cup. <laughs> the gold like, Cup. If he did this at the, if he did this at the mm-hmm. World Cup, let's yeah, talk statue. Story. Yeah, sure. You know? But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, good you know. game, thrilling game, a lot of drama, a lot of controversy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we move on to the semifinals against Panama on a weird 4:30 kickoff on California. So strange. Um, so we we kick the game off almost literally with a U.S. opportunity right. as Cape Cow goes off the post in the first mm-hmm. minute mm-hmm. off a U.S. press and a turnover. Right, right. Panama appears to score on the 27th, but I love how that guy argued and he was so far off sides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even close. I love how he, he wagged his finger and hand. Like, oh, funny. no, 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 no. It's like, no, no, that, no, no. They got that right. You, your whole body, like not even just like a body part. Mm-hmm. You weren't even close. Right, right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Cal, Cal found Vasquez in the box early in the second half. All he could do was send it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, a minute later, Turner turned away a free header on a Panamanian break. Ferreira pulls just wide. Uh, then we get to second half stoppage time. And there was a couple different things that went down that could have gone terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. There was a controversy over a possible U.S. handball and then a possible Panamanian goal called back again due to offsides. Right. And it ended up with no handball and the goal was offsides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to extra time where Panama score in the 98th on, I just don't know what Matt Turner was thinking. Yeah. Guy came all the way out of his box. Mm-hmm. Gambled and missed, and that's an easy goal. Right. Uh, Ferreira tied it up in the 105th with a volley that was more about play- placement than pace. Mm-hmm. I'm am being nice there. Right. I don't think he meant to do it either, but right. Uh, right. it ended up in the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fun part was Taylor Twelman's commentary is like, "That's a world class goal." The way he placed that there and <laughs> all that. Don't like, even. You see, no, oh, Taylor, it man. wasn't. No, it wasn't. That no, ball sh- that ball should have had like triple the pace on it. There's times that's a miss hit. <laughs> Can I just jump in with this one? There are times yeah. that Taylor Twelman tries to sound intelligent, and yeah. and, and it, he should just be like, "Wow." You know what I mean? Like, I get it. He's not a bad announcer. I don't think he's a bad announcer. I think he's pretty good. No, but and the, I will it, always respect him. Right. 
for the post Trinidad Tobago. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But the, that's about his highlight, right? The thing is with him is that he will try to make moments that shouldn't be more than whoa into like, and the and the blah, 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 and the blah blah blah. It's like, dude, just shut up. We got lucky. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it was, you could say that it it's okay. A, it was a good goal. It yeah. wasn't great. No, it was okay. It was fine. He mishit it. Right. Let's be honest. Sure. That's what so, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to again the cruelest exercise in sports. Yeah. BKs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not going to do a complete rundown here, but Ferreira had his saved. Right. Uh, Turner saves on what should have been a foul attempt. Mm-hmm. It's the pain of me and completely stopped his run up. Right. Am I crazy, or is that still supposed to be illegal? I, just, I don't know. At least he saved it, so there wasn't controversy on it. But right. we go to sudden death PKs. Mm. Uh, Roll Dawn has his save. Panama scores. Yeah. Panama on to the Gold Cup final. Mm-hmm. Um, disappointing finish. You know, this was not the game I would have expected to lose. Right. Uh, you know, if we're going to lose one, it would have been the Canada game. Right. Uh, team just in the knockout round was just not clinical enough, not crisp enough. I agree. You know, um, just some summation on this. You know, I think Ferreira had a good tournament, uh, but I still think he's number three at best in that pecking order. Okay. Balogun and Pepe, 1A, 1B. Sure, sure, uh, sure, 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 and sure. Ferreira, a distant oh, yeah. third. Oh, totally, totally. Third. Dude, I, I mean, and if you're going to give me a call between, well, I don't know if it's, it's not, what is it like, like, yeah, Sergeant? I mean, come on. I mean, there's there's other guys yeah. we can talk about there. Yeah. You know, there's are there are other guys that we can have a conversation about. Yeah. Aaron's, I mean, uh, there's there's plenty of guys. Yeah, Mihailovic had a good tournament, so did Busio. Yes. yes. Um, but for me, I think Cal's the next big thing that could come from. Dude, this. I got that right here. Cal, Cal yeah. he was he's a what an impressive young man, I, and for he's not 19. even filled out yet, and he looks like a freaking no. linebacker for nineteen. For, golly, I yeah. mean, this guy's going to be. If you're listening to this, remember mm. that name for Absolutely. the twenty twenty for for the next World Cup. Time. Absolutely, if there's one remember player that name, for, if there was one field player that played in this thing that you're going to want to remember, it's him. That's what I got. Because he is a very impressive, but he's impressive in every in stature, in charisma, in in the the, the his the ball on his feet, everything, everything. This guy, yep. he's the real deal. Like I think he plays for Philadelphia. Does he play for Philadelphia? I don't even know. No, I I don't know if he's made a move yet. But you know what we have? Oh, he's things. not gonna be around long. He, these computers. Right, right. right. Um, <laughs> no, he is with San Jose. So, okay, right so now. he's with the Earthshakers. But but he's a but he's a player who was already with the MLS side. Right, right, right. As a team. Yep, yep. So, I, so the, yeah, he, he, this he won't be around much longer. The, this is possibly his last Gold Cup. So, I mean, there's no doubt he's got he's got bigger and better things ahead of him. Uh, while you're, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Like we already talked about Turner. You know what? I, I thought now Panama. If you check the roster out, it's the smorgasbord. A couple mm-hmm. of guys from here, there, everywhere. You know, I think there were two MLS players. But the Peruvian first division, a couple of guys that play in uh, South America, Argentina. It's a, it, But, Joey, uh, the, my biggest takeaway it, totally from this tournament is that so, these teams that are going to be fighting for that fourth or fifth spot in CONCACAF are much better than they've been. I think oh, you, you go down this rock, even going to the smaller teams, they play better. The, the quality okay. of play of these teams, say from eight or twelve years ago, I think is is notably better. Well, and I, I I would say for the majority, yes. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, this is Panama that used to have Blas Perez. Sure, 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 sure. If sure. anything, I think they've gone down a little bit. Well, I, I, uh, but I, I, I get where I, you're coming from. From a, in general, I'm talking about the entire roster. I'm going all the way down to the Guadalupe's. I'm talking about those level of teams, where you're watching plays plays and teams that have some level of organization that you might not have seen before and some level of, of qualities and some level of, of tactical, you know, there's a, there's a, fair. you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a plan architected to keep them competitive as opposed to, all right, everybody sit near the 18, you know, the 18 and let's hope that we, they, we, we get enough pinball that they only score five goals. You know what I mean? I it just, I really was, I was impressed with the quality of the games that I saw with the lower level teams for most of them, a couple of them are still pretty awful. I mean, Cuba, yeah. you know. But I, I also, I also want to see these teams against our A squad. Sure, sure, but that's still, you know? it's still. But what, what I'm talking about is their approach to the game and how professional, how tactical things look. When I say improved, I'm talking about coaching too. And and I just, I thought, was, I thought, I think it's better, and it's going to help us in the long run. And right, we put our A team out there. I don't think this is much of a tournament. I think everybody acknowledges that. 
Um, but it's still, I, I, you know, you could. Yeah, I'd like. I liked what I saw from some of these other teams that we're going to have to compete against, and it's the whole iron sharpens iron concept. We've got to get these lower teams better. If we want to become, if we really want to see the United States team become a real force consistently, they have to have consistent competitions. There can't be a Barbados regularly because Germany doesn't get a Barbados regularly, right? It's, it's going to have to get better, I think. Well, speaking of something that's have to get better is mm -hmm. potentially the lower level USL squads. Yeah, man. Oh. Some changes are being proposed. The USL is planning for three professional tiers. Mm -hmm. There's a potential restructure set for 2024 yep. and potential pro rel beginning in 2025. Mm -hmm. I think it would be good for advancing the game and further differentiating from MLS, mm -hmm. but it's not getting you anywhere close to being a threat. Right, MLS, right. But, right. But good, good that someone is actually trying to structure the game like how everyone else does it around the world. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's trying to take that initiative and effort. Right. And um, the first thing for me is something that it's going to touch on something you just said is managing the expectation here. You've got all the purest, all of them. I mean, you, you've got these guys on Twitter that are talking constantly about a an open pyramid and every team in the country, blah, blah. That's never going to happen, Joe. Joe, it's not happening. We're never going to have anything that resembles what you see. Oh, we have like Wrexham this year. They they weren't a pro team last year. They are now. They're going to close it. it the, the, most, the most we can hope for, I think, is a, a, a four-tiered system with about 100 teams in it, and that's it. The only way you get out of it is if you, if you fold your team. That's what I see. This whole thing of the purest, you know, everybody, you know, locking arms and, and singing like a Les Mis tune as the cannon shoot at us and turn us all into putty. No. No, because that's exactly what'll happen. All right, it's just it's that's not going to happen. It's it, this this idea is an excellent idea, and I and if and and they've managed. We can't say that USL hasn't managed their expansion well. It looks like they have. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, they're targeting markets. MLS isn't in. Mm -hmm. There's not direct competition, and if anything, I think we're drawing more overseas. Right. Uh, eyes than than they are at this moment. Right. The, the, uh, both in terms of professional clubs. Yep. Uh, and I'm even going to say the common viewer now, because you know if we have pro rel, it's something they're more used to. Absolutely. As well. That is an excellent point. So, excellent point. So I don't. So, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not expecting this entire thing in two years to be every club can get into League Two and blah blah blah. No, that's not what's going to happen. It. They're going to set. They're going to set. A, a framework around this. They don't want to turn this into what happened with, with the old NASL because that's what the NASL did. They expanded too fast, spent too much money, did so, too many stupid things, and blew the league up within six years. So if, if, if going from stadiums, and not just giant stadiums, but a plenty of stadiums that were drawing 35, 40,000 a match, more than most of the MLS teams. And if go, going from that to just being obliterated by 1984. So, and going indoors. Um, so they have to manage it. And the only way you manage it is if you start with maybe two tiers, get that going and move one team up and one team down. That's how I see it. I mean, I don't, I don't think they just jump in with, yeah, we're going to go with three teams moving up three teams. We don't have enough teams. I don't think that can afford that. No, I think realistic would be, let's do one Western, one Eastern. Right. That would be, that would be right. There you go. I mean, that, that's a, or, or, or two and two. Right, and the thing is, is that it's that you just brought up one of the first things that takes a problem with it. If you're going to relegate, who do you relegate? Because the every you know they've set the framework up competitively this year for the first time, where all the teams are playing each other twice. To me, that's about the best you're going to get. I don't see it getting any closer. Which means now your points across both leagues matter more than ever. So I mean, that's you know that's if they have to do it that way. Like let's say let's take the example you just mentioned. Let's say we're going to take one Eastern and one Western. Well, we've all played each other, okay. So why, why if the two teams in the in the if the two teams in the West are the two worst, and but they've you know but they've competed and and the, and the Eastern team is why would the Eastern team get a pass when they've played all the teams? I mean, I think that could be, you know there's plenty of arguments. I, no, well, I think the argument there is logistics. Okay, because. Um, you know, a nightmare would be, not a nightmare, but an, an, an unfortunate scenario would be 
the two teams moving up from League One right. are both Eastern Conference. Now we got to send some poor some bitch from the Eastern Conference to go fill out right, the Western right, to make right. it even. Right. There that's where I think you just you you know you make it simple. True. That's cool. You know, Judd's also you know, you're right. Also, that helps the club moving up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you're not going to have two teams out in the West Western Conference who now you know we've overloaded the Western Conference. Right. So um, and and we have a weird number of games now. Right. Mm-hmm. Concise. Right. When that you play everyone, right. which is the best way to do it. Right. Right. And, Keeps that intact, mm-hmm. and it makes it simple. Bottom mm-hmm. team in each conference, you're gone. Okay. Right. But the but but then the problem is, which I want to check mm-hmm. is, does you know how does League One do their setup? Exactly. Do and that's, we that, just have a Western or an Eastern? Well, we both agree you know? that scheduling becomes a problem, and how they would handle that. The yeah, second cause, thing cause, becomes cause having USL League One is just twelve teams. Right. I think the second thing is that they're going to need more franchises in League One. Oh yeah. You know they're going to have to get to more at least 12. at least sixteen. They got twelve now. Um, they have to get to at least 16. But, Joe, you want to you want to watch, I think, if they do that, one of the positives, you want to watch, you want to see viewership for those teams go up. Like, you want to see people start to really pay attention more, knowing that their team can move up a level. And us being the first time the first time in this country at a pro level that I can think of that, that we're doing this, oh, come on. It's definitely going to help. There's no doubt. See, I think, I think what would even be better, well, I don't know if it's worth it or not, would be I forget which league does this. I don't know if it's Germany, mm-hmm. where they have the team potentially being relegated, playing the team, potentially being promoted. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, that's I, how it's decided. Wow. Okay. Wow. I, that would. Be, I, I believe hmm. it's Germany that does that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's the worst team. I think it's the worst team in Germany. Don't quote me on this. Yeah. Right. I think it's the worst team in Germany. Plays. The quote-unquote worst promoting team. Okay, and I think yeah, because most of the systems I'm aware of is one and two, like one and two automatically move up, and then there's and the then, playoff, and then like in playoff. England, right? With yeah. between three, and three, um, three through six. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Mm. I think it is. Um, see, Joe, that could be an answer too. Is that if they just took the top, if they took the first four that's teams? What, so in Germany, mm-hmm. the team that finishes 16th in the Bundesliga. Plays the team that finishes third in this in the next lower level down. Wow. Okay. And it's a it's a playoff home and away. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I think I think just for simplicity's sakes, I throw my idea out the window. You just keep straight up mm-hmm. worst team in the Eastern okay. and Western Conference go down. Right. But then you know we have, League One has to figure out what that means for who's replacing who in the Eastern right. and Western. Right. Because I'm pretty sure the majority of League One is like Midwest Southeast. Mm-hmm. So. But that's a whole discussion for another year or two away from now. Right. It's just, and then, you so. know, there's a couple of like facilities, viewership, yeah. you know, I mean, these yeah. are legitimate things that the purest, the main point being, being is that the full purest, I think they don't think about that sometimes. I think they just want to, like I said, they want to, they want to sing a, a show tune from Man of La Mancha. Like they want to sing the impossible dream. And, and no, these are businessmen and they want to make, and you know, parachute payments. We've talked about this stuff before. They're going to have to come up with something that's feasible and understandable that just with MLS being valued so high now, they're just not going to do it. They're not, no owner of a team is, or they're not even owners, no investor, a major investor in a team that's worth a billion dollars or whatever is going to, is going to be like, yeah, we can get relegated and cut the cost down and I lose 80% of my investment. They're not going to do that. They're just, they're just not going to do it. So it's time to start thinking way more realistically. And so we'll see, and I mean, at least at this level, uh, once people wa- see a relegation battle or a promotion battle in this country on ESPN, and I, I think that that's going to cap, that's going to be the first light switch that goes on. So that's why I think it's, it's a great idea. I, I hope they pull it off. I really do. So we wrap up today's podcast with a preview and prediction for the mm. Women's World Cup beginning yes. a couple weeks now. Yes. Uh, we have Group A, which has one of the co-hosts, New Zealand, in it, along with Norway, mm. Philippines, and Switzerland. Mm-hmm. So who do you have? I'm going with a little hometown vibe with New Zealand. Okay. All right. And then uh, I think, well, actually, I'm, I'm probably thinking the better team, but I've got Norway in second. See, I have Norway and the Swiss. I really want to say New Zealand. Right, right, I right. I really wanted to as a co-host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I know Norway is is the favorite out of the group. Right. And I think the Swiss are just too good. Yeah, they're good. And it just, it's, I want to say, I want to say New Zealand badly, but I mm-hmm. just, 
if we're doing this logically. Yes, if logically, I think. Like I said, we did this with the other thing too. I mean, I gotta pick a couple things that are. <laughs> Because I'm the kind of guy I'm going to do one two one two too much. I mean, but yeah. it just you know the little hometown cooking going on, you know it's the region. I got a little more of that. Let's go. <laughs> so we go to Group B where we have Australia, mm -hmm. Ireland, Nigeria, and Canada. Yeah, man. And I have the other co-host Australia and Canada. I have the exact same thing. Yeah. Although I think if there's a team that may surprise in this thing big time, reading some of the players that were on there is Nigeria. They could, yeah. They're, they're, but historically, African teams exactly. have not done well in the Women's World Cup. But it's just the last so. four years. If people want to go and look at some of the organization that's been going on, not just not just in the women's game, both. You know, Africa has really taken it to the next level as far as organizing and getting themselves together. So, I think some of the issues they had in the past, logistically and so on, financially, maybe some of that's starting to clear up a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I got the, I got the same too. Group C might have been the easiest one for me to pick. Mm -hmm. We have Spain, Costa Rica, Zambia, and Japan. Yep. And I got Spain and Japan. I have the exact same order, I think. Yeah, I think that might be the easiest group. Yeah, that was the easiest group. Um, I mean, I was trying even to make an argument for the other two. I don't see it. I can't. I no. couldn't. Group D, uh, one of the more interesting ones with England, mm -hmm. Haiti, Denmark, and China. Yeah. I went England and China. I got the same thing. I have the exact same thing. And I was torn between China and Denmark, Denmark, and I'm giving it to China just because of the quote-unquote kind of same regional. Yeah. You know, it's not mm -hmm. the same weather. It's not the same anything, but time zones, mm -hmm. kind of in the same area. Right, Joe. That's the, I don't really have a good reason. One but. of the reasons I gave all of the, the, the Asian teams that I could in that region, Oceania, is because it's their time zone. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And um, But uh, I think, you know, definitely. I, I mean, you can't make an argument for Haiti and anything. I couldn't, you know. It just, no, 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 no. So that's, but yeah, I, w I have the exact same ones. Uh, Group E, we have uh, the reigning World Cup champions, the mm -hmm. United States, yep. Vietnam, mm -hmm. Netherlands, and Portugal. Mm -hmm. And this is actually a tougher group than people yep. should realize. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I have the United States and Netherlands. Me too. And Portugal, a lot of people were picking as a dark horse. Right. To make a run in this tournament, but I'm going the U.S. and the Dutch. That's going to be the most interesting game, I think, is Netherlands and Portugal. That's the one I'm really looking forward to seeing, to see if Portugal really is to that level. Because they're another one of those Europe. Portugal is one of the countries in Europe the last four to eight years has really organized themselves well um, and, and getting the infrastructure ready. But it's I, how think, do you, I think what hurts them is it's their opening game. Right. Right. You know? Right, right, right. So that's interesting. That's, but you, we have the same ones. The, it's always the rough part. Right. Is that that's your opening game? Jitters, mm. nerves, you know. Group F mm. again, kind of another. Yes, yeah, it's kind of an easy. Why one. are we doing this? Yeah. France, Jamaica, Brazil, Panama. Mm -hmm. France and Brazil. See, I have them uh, flip flopped, but I think. Well, it's, I, I, yeah. I'm just saying the two I have going right, now. Right, right, right. Maybe right. not one, two in that yeah. order, but. Yeah, I don't see the two. Yeah. calf teams doing anything in this one. I mean, we're talking uh, about two. We're talking about two power. Brazil is really good. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and Marta's last work. Marta's last work. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, bro. Yeah. Mm. Uh, group G, another interesting yep. one. Mm -hmm. Sweden, South Africa, Italy, and Argentina. Mm -hmm. I have Sweden and Italy. Right. Um, but I could make a case for either a South Africa or an Argentina, but I think they're just not quite there on the other two's level. I think Sweden is the obvious winner of this group. Right. But... I could see any of the other three teams coming out as the number two. I have, Italy is the mm -hmm. best ranked. Mm -hmm. But again, name me a female Italian soccer player. No, like, right. And that's the thing is that Argentina to me is this is, I'm going to call it the messy effect. I mean, after winning the last one for that with the guys, I, I that's all I got. I mean, I, I mean, it's, if Sweden doesn't okay. win, if Sweden doesn't win this group, this would be the biggest surprise of any team for me, any team that yeah. doesn't wear their group. Yeah. You know, that's I agree that, with that. Yeah. So we get to Group H, Germany, Morocco, Colombia, South Korea. Mm -hmm. uh, Germany and South Korea. Yep. You know, uh, Colombia could maybe steal a point here or there. Right. But I don't I don't see Germany or South Korea really struggling that much. This one, to me, I, I mean, I wanted to pick this as the bigger upset because once again, this is a little bit more of an Asia thing, but I, I think it, I want to see Korea win this group. Okay. So I've got okay. them winning the group. I could see it if it was Japan, maybe. Right, right, right. You right. know? But Germany is one of those odds-on favorites, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now we get to the knockout stage. Yep. I think 
I think I think you and I should just kind of fast forward maybe to who our round of four is. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Uh, since we kind of had some different teams. Right. So my round of four is, or semifinals, however you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I have on one side of the bracket, I have the last World Cup final as a rematch in the semifinal. Really? Okay. United States and Netherlands. Okay. And in the other, I have Australia and Germany. Really? Yes. Okay. See, I, I got something complete. Well, I got the United States going to the semis. Oh, you okay. said the, right. I got the United States and Spain. I really think Spain. And okay. I'm trying not to be a homer in this one, but I really think there's a lot more balance on that team, um, age-wise, and I just you see how well they're 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 two club teams. The two big club teams are performing. I really see them making it to the semis. I do. Okay. And then I got I got Brazil and France. Okay, I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, and my winner that Brazil. If I if it is Brazil England in in the uh, the round before that, that's going to be a war, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just say this: uh, my winner is still the United States. Yeah. You are the you are the champion until you are knocked off. Right. You know, even though this roster is nothing close to last World Cups in terms of depth uh, and star power. Right. I still think it is the most talented in this field, but not by much. No, because I think U.S. Brazil final would be the best final. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. That's, I have that's, US Germany. Okay. And I think that might just be the easiest of the possibilities okay. I came up with. Right, right, right. And that's yeah. not saying Germany is a walkover. No, no, they're not. Oh, I could see Germany making a deep run in this too. I mean, it's it, it's just that, dude, Brazil's deep. Oh, yeah. And they, you're talking about individual skill. They're better than we are. They're just, they just are, Joey. You go down that list. They're ball at their feet, one-on-one view. One, they're just better. I, I'm sorry. Uh, and and honestly, if Spain gets super hot, U.S. better go into that game ready because it might end up being Spain Brazil. And oh. I, you know, it just and I said I'm not saying that to be a homer because I, I left Italy out of it. <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm just being. Oh. A, and th- then I, I would love I I don't have a rooting interest besides the United States, but mm-hmm. if it's not them, go Australia or or New Zealand. You know, right. I'd love well, to see a home team like them bring it home and just also someone different if right. it's not going to be the United States. If I want to see a team a team make a run in this thing, I would love to see a team from Africa or Asia make a run in this. Sure. You know, it doesn't matter who. I would just like to see one of them make a run. But uh I think I think the the most fun final you would the most competitive and I we want to talk about viewership, dude. You want to see a world you want to see a record get utterly smashed. US Brazil will set some massive viewership records. If they can get it to that, I think it's also. I think that's going to be another question for this World Cup is viewership. Yeah, you know, because our time zone, we are absolutely nine p.m. for two of the games and three a.m. for the final group stage game. Right, 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 right. So that was always going to be an issue. Right. Uh, But Joe, speaking of the women's World Cup, yeah, man, your trivia question this week. Oh my god! Can you name the four countries to have won the women's World Cup? Oh, U.S., Japan. That is the easy one. Japan. Two. Uh, oh, you had the one team from the from uh from uh from from uh Scandinavia. Um, that's 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 a one in four chance. Yeah, it's, it's, it wasn't Finland. It wasn't sweet. Was it Denmark? Incorrect. Well, it's one of the Scandinavian countries. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you a quarter. Credit. And Brazil. Brazil has never won it no. as a, on the women's side. I, I thought they did. I'm just. No, that is that is why Germany holds Germany. the most. Okay. As a combined, right? Because their women have won it. Mm-hmm. This team you missed was right. Germany, right? And Norway, right? I knew it was one of these. Norway was the Scandinavian. Germany has the most World Cup titles of any confederation, right? Because they have a women's, mm-hmm. and Brazil does not. Yeah. But who knows? This could be the World Cup that changes. Mm-hmm. So we get uh, we get Louisville City this Wednesday. Well, we get Louisville City Saturday mm-hmm. and Wednesday. Uh, and I believe, I believe they play again right after that too on Saturday. Okay, it's a murderous stretch right now. <laughs> it is. This is by getting out of this. Oh. This is why I'm saying they've got this game coming up this weekend. They have got to not. The, yeah, because then they get to welcome Birmingham. Yeah, that's going to be a tough always game. Always just a street fight. Tough game. They said got Detroit and Birmingham. Uh, they, it's it's you know this these next two games and the they've got to get a W. That if, if they don't anything less than a W against Detroit, we're in trouble. And and the, the, I mean we're talking like seventh sixth place if they don't get their act together and that's I told you it's 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 mm-hmm. put up or shut up time absolutely 
goal's got to start going in. You're holding them out well enough. Goal's got to start going in. I mean, I don't expect them. I expect a lot of young kids to play Saturday, but mm-hmm. if that's what it takes, get some young kids to score the ball, who cares? Right. You know, let's just hope the weather holds off, though. It doesn't look like it will. No, it's supposed and, to rain uh, between 12 and 5, it looks like right now. Yeah, but you, it's Louisville. You never yeah, know. You never know. I mean, that's like with Loudon. <laughs> I checked the forecast out at my house. I hit the weather app. No rain predicted. I get down to the stadium. Suddenly, we're at eighty percent. Right. You know, got to remember the river does funny things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here we are. All right, we, man. Let's let's hope this is a, a much much more fun podcast next week. Yeah, it is, and I, I, that's that's what I'm hoping for. We got the World Cup. We, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody has a good time at the game Saturday. That looks. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. Let's see everyone out there Saturday. Bring your raincoats. Mm-hmm. Bring your money. Bring your money. Come watch some luchadors out on the uh, yeah, small small field out in front of the fan zone. Yep. That's why I'm hoping it doesn't rain, just to get to, mm-hmm. get to see that. All right, man. So, Thanks a lot again. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 76. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He always does a wonderful job, and I want to thank you sincerely for listening. Hopefully, you are enjoying it. And if you do listen, you know what the three C's are. Say them with me, kids. Compliments, comments, criticisms. Bring them on, man. We love the compliments, of course. But if you have any comments about the show to make it better, if you have any criticisms about what we're talking about here, if we're missing something or if we miss an angle on something to one of the topics we discuss, please let us know, man. It's all about trying to come up with uh, as many different ways to look at these things and give us all a little bit understanding of what uh, we're all about when it comes to supporting this Louisville soccer thing and I guess the national scene too. Anyway, we are on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify and Podbean. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. Speaking of, <laughs> oh my gosh! Today, if you if you listen to this on the day we release it, it's it's uh, July fifteenth. I haven't thought about this. It, it's got to be twenty years. I was married on July fifteenth, <laughs> nineteen ninety, whatever the hell it was, and um. But I do remember, well, obviously I remember the, the marriage and the wedding and whatever. <laughs> but I, I remember that date was the hottest day we're ever recorded in, in New Jersey up to that day. It was like 107 degrees that day. And the joke I always made was hell on earth. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be mean or nothing like that. That's it's 30 years ago, whatever the hell it was. All I'm saying is this. I know for a fact, and I, I know I've talked about this before. It's so what? It, it, encouraging people is always a good thing. Um, I know people out there that are going through stuff very similar to that. And I know how utterly miserable it is. Because I tell you, those few months in there, wow, dark. Very sad, very sad, dark time. Because it's an ending, and it's love and all that stuff. And, um, man, it was brutal. But I'm telling you, that morning comes. It does. That morning comes where you're ready to move on, man. Maybe it happens before, during, or after, whatever, but... If you're, if you still haven't done that, please hang in there. I mean, cause like I said, that, that next morning will come. You can't live in the past, man. In any way, shape or form, living in the past is awful because we start blaming ourselves and start doing this. There's nothing wrong with honestly assessing things that have gone on in your life and then looking at your role in them. And seeing what you can do better. I mean, there's things you can't control, but there's things you can control. It's one of the reasons why I took this gig in Indianapolis. I can control my future, and it's part of what I do. And there's a lot of positives. Sure, there's a couple of negatives. I have to drive two hours to games now. Oh, well. <laughs> You're still going to see me at games, though. So It's just, man, hopefully you have the heart that you want things to be better for other people. Even people you don't know. You know what? Even people you might not like too much. I don't wish hate on anybody, man. So much of that crap going on. It's just awful. And and if, if that's something that you're you're trying to work it out, work it out. Make your life better. When you hate somebody, the only person that suffers the effects of your own hatred is you. Please let it go. Move on. I am Joseph Valla. I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. 
if you're going to the uh, friendly today if you're listening on the 15th have a great time uh and uh, hopefully uh women's team uh the world cup can can get bring us another title and hopefully louisville city can get things back on track it's all about hope don't you ever forget that it's all about hope there you go i love you man talk to you soon Thank mm-hmm. you.